Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fueled Wife podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas. I'm so happy that you have joined me here again this week. It's been a busy week for us here in New York. My daughter just graduated, so proud of her. She is off to high school and we were celebrating that for a little bit in uh, New York City where I'm from. They just lifted all of the COVID restrictions. Oh my goodness. It was like a fireworks display and all the crazy stuff, the good stuff that's happening as we start to get normal, maybe start going back to some normalcy. Hopefully we'll see that soon. And it's just been an overall great time. And so this week, what we are talking about is last week we talked about the crazy cycle and I let you know that the opposite of the crazy cycle was going to be the energizing cycle. We're going to get into that really quick this week. I'm going to let you know what that is, how to, how to be on it. How can we be on that energizing cycle more often and kind of start putting the crazy cycle behind us. Let's jump in to this week's episode. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. All right, so if you listened to last week's episode on the crazy cycle, you'll know exactly where we are. If you have not listened to last week's episode on the crazy cycle or the crazy chain, I would suggest maybe you hit pause, go back, listen to that, or even after this, go back and listen to that so you can know what we're talking about here. But the opposite, and I had mentioned this briefly in last week's episode, the opposite of the crazy cycle, the crazy train is going to be the energizing train. And let's face it, if we're trying to be positive in our life and marriages, that's where we want to be. I mean, we may all be on the crazy cycle or maybe we jump on that crazy train from time to time. But in the end, we are going to want to be on the energizing train and last week I talked about it's almost like adding fuel to the fire right so imagine like a coal engine on this train and if you're on the crazy train and you keep doing the things you're adding fuel to the fire and what I wanted you to do is take it 
stop adding fuel to the fire and bring that fuel over to this train because the energizing train is where we want to be. This is going to be the train that takes us over to a place of loving connection with our husbands. Now, for those of you who didn't listen to last week's episode and have not yet paused and gone back to listen. I am going to give a brief two-second synopsis of what this is. What the crazy train is that I talked about was you know, we get in there and maybe he says something that pisses you off and then you go and you say something back and then he says something and then you say something back and next thing you know, you guys are in a cycle of arguing where just a week ago or just a couple of days ago, everything was fine and now it seems like you just can't stop arguing, right? I had a whole episode on this, so going deep into it, but that's what essentially the crazy cycle or the crazy train is. And what I had talked about is the only way to stop it really is by us being the ones who are going to say no, us being the ones who are going to go and stop it first, because a cycle doesn't stop on its own. Somebody has to stop it. And I get it. We get upset because we're like, well, why do I always have to be the one to stop it? Somebody's got to stop it. So if your husband has not yet done it and you know, here you guys are, and maybe it's a couple of days or as I had seen in my marriage at times in the past where it'd be a couple of weeks and we're still in this cycle who's going to take responsibility for it. So sometimes we just got to do the work, you know, pull up our, our big girl pants and, and, and be the ones to stop the cycle. So what we want to do is put our relationship and our marriages into the energizing cycle. Now, what is the energizing cycle? It is the exact opposite. It is the thing where maybe your husband does something really sweet and it just makes you feel all warm and tingly inside. And then it makes you want to love him back and vice versa. And then maybe you do something really sweet for him and he's just like, oh, babe, that was really nice. And then it makes him want to do this sweet and loving thing. You know, this is like what, you know, happy marriages that we see in TV are made of that we look at and we're like, oh gosh, that would never be me. Well, guess what? It can be you. It does take a while. If you guys are prone to jumping on that crazy train, if it's, it's kind of part of your vernacular, like part of your uh, normal day-to-day life where, oh, here's the crazy train, we're going to just jump right on it, then it's a habit almost that we have to stop and break where we might see it coming where it's like, all right, not today, Satan. Like, I see you. I see you over here. You're the conductor of this crazy train. You're trying to bring it right through my life. And I am not interested on in jumping on. Those are things that we have to recognize and stop. And it may be harder to see. It may be harder to see the energizing train. It may be harder to see like, well, how can we get back into this place? And it starts slowly. Sometimes, you know, it starts with the small gestures. And again, it starts with us, right? I love um, Michael Jackson's song, The Man in the Mirror. And he talks, right, where he talks about change starts with me. 
Like I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Change starts with me. And I talk about this on the podcast all the time. Change has to start with us. Why? Well, because if our husbands aren't doing it, who is going to start the change? We can only control ourselves and our own actions. And quite frankly, God's word says we're supposed to love others, right? The way we love <laughs> we're supposed to love others the way we love ourselves. And part of that problem is we don't love ourselves very, very well. But that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. But if you want to love yourself, if you want to be good to yourself, then wouldn't you want a marriage that is like that the energizing train is part of your everyday and it doesn't mean that you guys are in this perpetually blissful state where you're just always you know we can't always have highs in our marriages there's every life is just ebbs and flows and there's highs and lows and you know but as your marriage gets healthy the lows just become the everyday things of life where they're not necessarily low as they once were they're just not as like great as when you're sitting on vacation um, having a great time with your husband things can be completely different if you and if you want to make that part of your everyday life it's going to take a little bit of effort right so what is what are some of the things that we can do to get ourselves on the energizing cycle and back up I realize I should back it up a little bit again if you haven't listened to last week's episode uh, I, I realized that a little piece of the synopsis is this whole idea the crazy cycle and the energizing cycle this comes from the book love and respect by dr emerson egrich with which is a relatively controversial book if you go ahead and look it up on amazon you will see mixed reviews for it a lot of people were just kind of put off by um his take on it i think if you and they're like oh i didn't even finish it i I couldn't even read the book but i think if you actually go through the whole book and you actually finish it you will see um that even though it might be a little tough to hear there's a lot of really good information in there and these two things were very big takeaways for me because i they resonated with me being on the crazy cycle or the energizing cycle so how do we get ourselves onto the energizing cycle? Well, first of all, like I said, it starts with us. So it starts with maybe doing things that you know your husband's going to appreciate, whatever that may be. We talked about love languages on this show before. So what is it that you can do for him that really makes him be like, oh, babe, thanks. I really appreciate that. You do something nice for him it could be simple things making his favorite dinner or just I don't know whatever something that is out of the norm a pattern interrupt if you will something out of like what you would normally do that just lets him know that he is loved and appreciated those are things if you start to do things like that little by little every day you will start to see little changes in his behavior where all of a sudden maybe he's softening up because think about it you might already be on the crazy train so in so that means that instead of putting the piece of coal in the fire of the crazy train which is reacting to him in a way that is gonna cause a a negative reaction it's saying nope 
I'm not going to do it. Nope, not today, Satan. And saying no. And then instead, giving him kindness. Giving him kindness instead. If maybe you guys aren't on any train, but you do want to get the you do want to get the cycle, the energizing cycle started, you can do that too. So it doesn't have to be, you know, where you're already in the crazy train to go ahead and go the opposite direction in the, in the energizing cycle. And if you remember from last week's episode, I gave the visual of like, think about a fast and furious locomotive that is going. It is not going to just stop, right? So if you guys are on that crazy train and it is going full speed ahead, it is not going to stop. It needs to slow down. And then think about once it slows down, then it's got to start up again if you want to go it to go in the other direction. And even when it goes to start up again, it's going to start slowly before it gains enough momentum backwards in the other direction. So just think about that as you're like, well, you know, I did something nice for him today and he is still being mean to me. I know it sucks, but that's what happens. This is what happens when we're in this perpetual state of just arguing and fighting and disagreements. So just kind of keep that in your head understand the amount of patience and work that it's actually going to take. This is why we tell young people like, are you sure you want to get married? Because marriage is not <laughs> some like, you know, uh, run through the daisies, like a trip in the flowers. Like, yeah, there's definitely lots of good parts, but it's hard work. And these are some of the things that are hard work. So think about it. So the first thing I said is it starts with us and we maybe will then do little things here and there to make your husband feel loved and appreciated. So what are some of these things? And I'm not going to go through everything in depth because like I said, there's an entire book out there that talks about it. But just to give you an example, in the book, when Dr. Emmerich talks about the energizing cycle, he says for women, he teaches men that for women, the way to spell love to their wives is using the acronym COUPLE, C-O-U-P-L-E. And that stands for the C- closeness, meaning she wants to be close to you. And come on, ladies, isn't that true? We want to be close to our husbands. Oh, standing for openness. She wants you to open up to her. And yes, that is so true. You standing for understanding, meaning we don't want him to just try to fix us. Sometimes we just want him to listen. P is for peacemaking, meaning we we want him to say, I'm sorry, right? L is for loyalty, meaning we want to know that he is committed to us. And E is for esteem, right? We want to feel honored and cherished. If your husband did all these things for you, ladies, I mean, come on, how would you feel about him? It would totally change your outlook on him. Well, the same goes for men, but because men are created differently than women, they have different needs that they respond to. So 
what he says in the book is the way we spell respect to men and the whole premise of the book is women want to be loved or like I had said in another in another episode we want to feel cherished by our husbands right is a a way to really kind of give you a visual example of what we mean by we want to feel loved men want to be respected by us and if for any of you like me who have an issue with the word like what respect he has to earn my respect another good way i've heard it said is men want to feel championed by us their wives they want to feel like we are on the same team so what he talks about in this case is that the way to spell that for men is with using the acronym chairs so c h a i r s but before we jump into what chairs the acronym stands for i wanted to go over a little something that he has in the book that i also thought was really helpful and that is the respect test so you know how i went through the acronym of couple and it's pretty easy if you listen to it to be like yeah that's awesome if my husband did that for me that would certainly make me feel loved it's sometimes hard for us to understand how is it as women right it's hard for us to understand how is it that our husband wants to feel respected and what does that mean and what he came up with was the respect test which i found to be really interesting and it was basically he told wives to say to your husband you know babe what I really respect about you is, and then, you know, just get cut off, like pretend, don't basically don't finish your sentence and kind of walk out of the room and see what he says. And what he shows is that uh, all the women who had done this, when they would start the conversation of what I respect about you is, all of a sudden their husbands would be like, what, what, tell me. And of course, they were prepared to tell their husbands what they respected about him. And that had great changes for a lot of the women where their husbands really reacted positively. And for some, maybe they didn't react immediately in a positive way, but they started to see changes later. So it's a really interesting idea of what this idea of respecting our husbands mean and what does this mean for the energizing cycle and dr edgers goes on to say that the way we spell respect for our husbands is with the acronym chairs and i'll go through each thing that he uh, says are ways that we could spell respect to our husbands if you will and you guys can let me know if you agree or disagree and what that is is c conquest he uh, that's appreciating his desire to work and to achieve most men i know at least have some desire to work and achieve and really feel like they're have something meaningful going on in their lives h is hierarchy and that's appreciating his desire to protect and provide again maybe not all men but Most that I know have this innate desire to protect their families and to be able to provide for their families. Uh, A is authority, and that's appreciating his desire to serve and to lead. And this may be 
difficult for some of us to understand as maybe we're thinking about it as it relates to the church and we're like well he doesn't serve or he doesn't lead but think about in your own home what kind of things is it that your husband has a desire to serve and lead within the own home that we can allow him to do that oh my goodness so many oftentimes we just take away from him we almost emasculate him right like you'll ask um there is a decision to be made and we kind of just do it we kind of just make the decision because we could do it better and faster and whatever and we take that power away from him versus just letting him do it and that's really appreciating his desire to serve and to lead and then there's I and that's insight and that's appreciating his desire to analyze and counsel and this goes back to uh, where women maybe we have to tell him you know we, we don't want you to fix it for him there is a desire to try to fix things for us where I don't know about you but like I tell my husband I have a problem and immediately he's trying to think of solutions for the problem because that's how he thinks and I have to just say no I don't want you to give me a solution and quite frankly I do the same and sometimes he has to tell me where like babe I'm not looking for a solution I just want you to hear me out but sometimes they do they have this desire to analyze and to counsel they want to feel useful they want to feel helpful to us and so they are trying to do that by analyzing or giving us advice and <laughs> many times we just don't want to hear their advice but that is a way that would help them feel respected R is relationship so that is appreciating his desire for shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder friendship and that's just being his best friend doing things that he maybe is not so interesting to us but that he really enjoys or and that's not meaning that we have to force ourselves to through really boring things but I think it's understanding that sometimes you don't always have to be talking and doing stuff sometimes it's just in the doing maybe it's going for a hike or a walk or just being near him as he watches the game or whatever that means for you guys but just being around him and being able to be his friend without being just the woman who is doing the cooking and the cleaning and whatever it is we else we you know duties or whatever that we may have at home it's just being that friend being a person that is not just the mom at home but being his buddy if you will then uh the s in chairs stands for sexuality and that's appreciating his desire for sexual intimacy now you know that's pretty self-explanatory but yes you know he that is a good thing and for some of us we may be like my husband has not looked at me that way in years well if we start to do some of these other things maybe they will start to look at us differently so as we talk about the crazy train and getting on the energizing train i hope those little acronyms were helpful to you i think i will be putting them in the show notes just so you have them and again um maybe a link to the the book in the show notes just so you have them but yes they are just 
if we think about the fact that, you know, and you've, I'm sure I heard this before, like men are from, you know, Venus and women are from Mars or vice versa. I don't know. But basically, uh, Dr. Emmerich talks about like men see things through, let's say, blue colored lenses and women see things through pink colored lenses, if you will. And you put them together, you've got something purple. And the thing is that they are not right or wrong, but just different than us. And if we understand that they're different and maybe they want different things than we do they want to be treated maybe differently than we want to be treated and that's where we get lost like things get lost in translation because we know in our effort right to be good wives good humans good christians in our effort we try to do the things for our husbands that we would want but oftentimes that's not exactly what he's looking for and so having this understanding of how our husbands are different and how the things that might be meaningful to them are different than the things that might be meaningful to us and having just a mutual understanding him the same thing for us if he understands that I have a different appreciation for things and then we make the effort to go ahead and give that to one another oh my goodness like imagine the amount of change that can happen in your relationship if you just take a little bit of time to figure out what that might be. I hope this was helpful to you guys. Do me a favor. If it was at all helpful, please let me know. Go ahead and reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but let me know. Reach out to jump in my Facebook group. Let me know in the Facebook group that you found me from the podcast and let's dialogue about it. What are your thoughts on this issue? Have you read the book? What are your thoughts on the book? Um, really, I, I think, and again, not that every principle in the book needs to be applied, you know, perfectly every day. But as I teach in the Grace Fields Marriage Method, this whole idea of changing our marriages should be a practice, right? So the method that I created is something that is meant to be something that we practice day in and day out and this has become although I don't I do not talk about this in the um, in the course because it's a whole you know this is somebody else's kind of method and the course is my own but it's just the idea of having a daily practice of something that we are going to do to have better marriages to get our marriages out of the not so fun places that it may be today and understanding that there is hope for the future to have the kind of marriage where you are excited to see your husband again. I mean, remember those days? Like sometimes I see my husband, I still get butterflies and I never thought at, in the times that we were in that I would ever feel that way again. So to be able to feel that way, to, to be able to say, yes, there is hope for you it does require work and things like this it's part of the work that we do and it's part of making a decision like am i uh, somebody had asked me in an in interview what is the you know give me like three tips or whatever for 
fixing your marriage. And I remember the number one thing I said was, well, we have to make a decision. It has to be, we have to make the decision that I am going to stick it out and I am going to do this work. And I talk about this in the course too, where I am going to do this work and whatever it takes, I want to be there. I'm there for it. And this is a way that we can do that. So let me know. Chairs, um, really good, I thought, um, kind of way to think about it how women need one thing men need another and if, if men would just learn what women want everything would be great but at the same time if we would just learn what they want that would also cause such significant change one of the other things i wanted to mention before i sign off is that the idea of chairs that acronym may or may not work for you but what i want you to understand is that your husband's heart has very real things about it he has very real feelings and the way he sees the world may differ from how we see the world but if we understand him or make the attempt to understand him and understand his heart and ask god to reveal to us really how does God see your husband? And if we start to look at him the way God looks at him, then we might just start to make some progress in that relationship. So let me th know what your thoughts are on this. Is it for you? Is it not for you? I love to continue the conversation, you know. And as always, if this episode has brought you any value, please write a review, please post it, share it. That is the way that this podcast is found and shared and grows. Thank you so much, guys. And until next week. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.